Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 20, it's called The Arsenal of Freedom. So full spoilers for the episode as always. So this episode features the Enterprise checking out a, a planet, uh, they're looking for a, a missing ship. They get they get like a, a broadcast from it. It's, you know, it's like a, it's like a salesman. It's, like, it's basically like a, the shopping channel <laughs> comes on, pretty much when, when they get close. Because this planet became wealthy for selling weapons. Raker, Data, and Tasha go down to the planet and encounter these drone weapons. These little floating robots that kind of keep trying to attack them. And we get him a bit of pickle. Riker gets kind of trapped in a force field. Uh, for some reason, Picard beams down with with uh, Doctor Crusher, and then they get into a bit of a pickle when Crusher gets injured, and Geordi's left in charge of the ship, and they end up having their own pickle because there's a, a lot of pickles to go around. This yeah, time. There's, there's, a, there's a ship attacking them. Some cloaked ship. It's not a, it's not a Klingon ship, not a bird of prey, but there's a, a cloaked ship of some kind, uh, and then. There's not really an ending to the episode. Everything just kind of gets resolved very quickly, and that's that's kind of it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> There's very little that actually ends the episode beyond just what, a couple of quick. Oh, this is how we solve this. All right, done. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, did you enjoy the Arsenal of Freedom? Uh, it's a mixed bag. I really like one of the plot lines. One of them is okay, and the other one is eh. Okay, let's start with a good one. What was a good one? Geordie. You like the Geordi plot? Yeah, I think all the stuff with him is uh, is pretty excellent. Uh, oh. Him, you know, having to kind of man up and be in control, you know, in command of the the ship. Uh, you know, he's getting challenged by you know, some other guy going, "Hey, I'm I'm more senior. Maybe you're making the wrong calls." And yes, yeah, the head of an engineering uh, who's uh, challenging him. Uh, notably, a different different character. Uh, I, I was informed of this between episodes. Uh, but I did notice when I was watching this, this, this was not the same guy, because I was expecting a guy with a beard, because there, there was a couple of episodes we've had so far where the chief engineer has been this dude with a beard. <laughs> There's an amusing story to go along with this as to why it's not him anymore. Uh, okay, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you said that, because otherwise it was just bored. Well, basically, he wanted to have a more prominent role in the show, so he faked fan mail uh, saying how great he was and like that people wanted him on the show. Uh, but he kind of messed it up a little bit because he had some of the fan mail reference an episode that hadn't aired yet. <laughs> <laughs> and they let him go. So uh, <laughs> that's why I was a new chief engineer. <laughs> okay, that's a good story. I'll lay off. Uh, but yeah, so that was amusing. Um, so yeah, I mean, like the, the first time the engineer comes up and he's like, hey, I outrank you. And Jory's like, Hey, well, yeah, but Picard put me in charge, so until he comes back and relieves me of this duty, you're not taking this from me. Um, there's a when he says that to him, the, the engineer dude gives him this really evil look. He, he does he this does. sort of up and down glance at him, and it is so seething. Like he wants to just tear his head off right there and then. It is, and then there's like you know, Joe's like, right now, go back down to engineering, and and he hesitates. He's he doesn't. He's not sure he wants to listen to these commands, but he he does you know, eventually. But he really makes a point of thinking about it. What is it you like about this plot? Because I'm, I'm it's not that I necessarily dislike it, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. Like... I think I just like what it was doing with his character. Um, I think it's it's the most character he's had so far. Um, I don't know. Uh, just uh, the, the general him having to step up and. I guess, 
I, I guess I, I felt that. like he never really had much of a because it was basically just him kind of like pushing his luck more and more right and playing risky with the ship shields because he's trying to catch where this 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 you know attackers coming from um and he has the idea to separate the saucer from the 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 base of the ship and he sends the engineer in charge of the saucer off to safety uh to save all the civilians and Oh, okay, and they did build this this secondary bridge for when this happens, and we've not really seen it. I don't think since the, the bridge since the pilot. So I guess they wanted to use this again. Um, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to separate the ship because oh, I've, got, I've got the authority to do that now." Um, I guess like I just felt like there wasn't really much that he learned in the episode, or it didn't go through much of an arc. I guess. Uh, no, I disagree with that because you have the the. The whole bit where it starts off with he's he's really unsure of himself and he's just kind of just suggesting things on the hoof a bit. Sure. Um, he has he has a conversation with with, with Troy, right? Um, and it's okay. You know, you've got to be more of a leader. You're not just in command of of just giving the orders. You've got to actually be giving encouragement to you know the the younger officers. And he comes out and he's he's uh he's better for that afterwards. You know, he's uh. He's paying them a bit more attention. I guess. I guess it's just a little bit too flick of a switch for me. I guess is what I'm saying. Fair enough. Yeah, because he has that one conversation with Troy. He comes back out. And maybe it would also help if the two, uh, you know, officers that he's he's encouraging are people we've seen before because they're not. They're that that like, might help. Yeah. They're completely um, although I think in 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 some ways it works because we haven't in, in the fact that no, no no that's how fresh these guys are. Um, I think my other problem with this plot is that Picard going down with Doctor Crusher, I don't understand why. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I was ignoring that. They they don't even give an explanation as to why he's going with her. He just is. And don't get me wrong, the original series, Kirk always went on the missions. But after a couple of episodes, you just got used to the fact that he always went on the missions. But yeah, this, this hasn't been doing that as much. Yeah, this show has been very specific about Riker saying no you're the captain you stay on the ship i go and do the dangerous things you no, stay notable here that, that riker's already you know gone and, and can't be given uh, any help at this point when <laughs> like, makes this riker's choice. incapacitated oh no one to tell me off for this yes oh time to go down i think <laughs> yeah uh and then his plot with with crusher basically is that she gets uh, trapped under some rubble when they fall down yeah, a pit this, this is the one i found particularly tedious yeah it's just it's a little bit of bonding because she happens to know like how to test like the plants to see if they're if they're useful from a medicinal usage, yeah. And then, uh, you know, Picard kind of saves the day by like finding the the salesman kind of corn. Ultimately, like the 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 trick is is that everything that's happening was a test exercise, it's a sales pitch. It was a sales pitch with the weaponry. It was a demonstration, and they were so good that they ended up wiping out everyone on this planet. Right, you know, it, it killed everyone. And he actually ends it by just saying, "Okay, we'll buy it. I'll buy the, I'll buy the, I'll buy the weapons. Stop now, <laughs> and it stops them." Uh, it's cause... pretty. I mean, I, I was thinking when this was going on, why not just end it like that? And I thought they were going to try and come up with some, you know, fancy way around it, because it seems yeah. the obvious thing to do, right? Um, but so I appreciated that 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 the obvious outcome was what they went with. Um, and this, because the, the weapons like, are learning weapons, like the first time the drone attacks Data, Tash, and, and Riker, like one phaser blast takes care of it, the second time it takes two phasers, the third time it's like three phasers for like five minutes of just constant beaming, and it's like, okay, the next one we're not going to really tackle, because every time it comes back it's stronger, it's adapting, yeah. it's just learning how to cope with what we're hitting it with. 
Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, okay. And because there was a whole thing where Riker, uh, like, sees the captain of this previous ship that went missing that he knows that he recognizes, and it turns out to just be the weapons kind of like like a, like a hologram it's a projection. It's a, it's a lure essentially. Yeah. Um, and that never really went any great place. Honestly, all the stuff with the missing ship didn't. Yeah, never even gets brought up again. At the end, they just want to leave, and that's it. It's like, okay, yeah. we can go now. I, I guess they assume that they all get killed by the weapons, but like, it ends up a really upbeat note because when they come back on the ship, you know, Picard's on the bridge, and you know, Jordy's like, "Oh, Captain, you know, there's a chair back." He's like, "Hey, hey, I, I, I left you with the Enterprise in one piece. I expect to have it returned in one piece. So you sit down, and you get my ship back together." So it's you know, a reasonable request. But the episode ends with him sitting down and, you know, Jory's all happy. He's like, engage. And, it, you yeah. know, it goes to crowd. Like, everyone died it on the ship. <laughs> I'm sure when, when Reich is talking to the, the projection as well, he obviously he figures out pretty quickly that it's not really mm. you know, this captain. And he's probing for information. And the guy says something about the ship in, in present tense. And he's like, ah, so the ship's still around. It's still It's still somewhere. Yeah, and he's also asking for like uh, the Enterprise's like defense capabilities, and I guess that makes sense because there's the ship in space that does attack the Enterprise. Although what I didn't understand is why when Picard turns off all the weapons, which then they stop attacking Riker and Co. The one in the the one in space that's attacking the ship doesn't stop. Jordi actually still has to defeat that in, in combat, and I, I didn't understand why. If it's all part of the same system and same no, demonstration, that's a, a fair question. Because uh, I I got really confused for a second because it cut back up to space and he was like yes yeah, so everyone ready you know fire because he he does something fancy to reveal the ship using the atmosphere of the planet to reveal it and yeah maybe maybe it was gonna you know disengage a minute later it just hadn't got the message yet uh, maybe yeah. I don't I don't know because it was cutting around pretty quickly because I assumed when it cut back up it was going to be like oh wait it's, it's stopped attacking us now it's decloaked. It's just yeah. sitting there. They, they were already deep in the the atmosphere dive, though. At that point, when it when they mm. uh, disabled it, so maybe it was just too late. But yeah, um, I I guess ultimately, I just I didn't really feel like any of the plots kind of went anywhere. Great. I mean, maybe the Jordi one has the most, but each one felt like they kind of just came to an end. And like I say, the the Raker one especially felt like it was all front-loaded and then just didn't really have much of a resolution. Because obviously, for, for yeah. after that point, it's just about surviving the drones. Like, the mystery... Because, you know, at the start of the episode, when they're like, hey, he's talking to this captain, this Captain Rice, but there's no energy readings. Like, there's no one. There's no life readings down in that planet except Raker and, you know, Data and Tasha. What's going on? I was like, well, that's, that's quite... That's a good mystery. What is going on? And ultimately, it didn't really matter or result yeah, too I much. Yeah, I think... Um... When I ranked the three threads at the start, mm-hmm. uh, Jordi, I think, has the most... Maybe, maybe in a better episode, I wouldn't be as positive on this, but in this episode, mm. I found it relatively enjoyable. Um, it, Riker's, I thought, was enjoyable enough to watch, even if it didn't really go anywhere. It, it was it was okay. Uh, it was the Picard stuff, you know, with, with, with Crusher and you know, and going through the herbs. And like, that, that was kind of tedious. I was struggling. I thought that was a chore. But for me, the problem is they set up this whole mechanic where the, yeah. the the drones can like do holograms of people they know. They're like, all right, well, why it didn't do, really go anywhere with it? Yeah, yeah why, why not use that again in some way? Or if if not a person, why not like I don't know, pretend to be something that they might go towards so that they can then strike or no, something. I don't know. No, I agree. It was underutilized. Yeah, it was weird. It was yeah. it was weird to set it up. Like, why even have this scene where he talks to this captain that's not real? You could just not have that part. <laughs> you could. 
Uh, so yeah, we, we were there. So I don't want to mention though the actor uh, who plays the salesman in the the videos. Oh, for God's sake! What? Go uh, on. It was good. I just wanted to mention it was good. And <laughs> he may or may not have appeared in a couple of episodes of the hit television show *Buffer the Vampire Slayer*. He was uh, Jenny's uncle uh, in season two. He done. <laughs> oh, I recognised him though immediately. He's, he's got a very distinct look to him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you knew it was coming. I did. Do you know the worst players? You you warned me about this. <laughs> like, uh, and then I completely forgot. Oh, it's glorious. No. Um, so yeah, overall, a bit of a dud. Uh, you know, it's kind of, no, it's, kind of it's a very middling episode. It's not the worst thing ever. It's not offensively bad. It's just kind of aimless yeah definitely so uh as for next time though next episode um we have an episode called uh symbiosis and here's the description on the imdbs uh the enterprise encounters two neighboring cultures one suffering from a plague the other marketing a cure and learns that nothing is as simple as it seems Alright, classic... Until they learn that one planet's a dick. <laughs> Cl- classic uh, two-culture... Because uh, the original series did this once or twice where it would be like yeah. two cultures either at war or two cultures in disputes or even it would be like the upper class and the lower class. But it would, I, I'm getting that those vibes from this. No, I agree. We we, we even went to the extreme where you know, the, the, the people who were the black and white. Oh yeah, yeah it was like half, one half... Yeah. yeah, one half was black, one half was yeah, white yeah. in the face. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, so it's a classic Star Trek kind of kind of thing to play with, but yeah. we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, there was no Wesley in this episode, but I'm finding this really annoying trend that there's a lot of like mediocre episodes that don't have Wesley, and a lot of the good episodes have Wesley in them, despite the fact that we don't like Wesley. <laughs> Correlation does not equal causation. It's a worrying trend, is all I'm saying. Can can we not have our cake and eat it too? <laughs> yes, maybe one day. Give me a good episode and not have Wesley. And that's like, you know, that's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the beach. You have a that's really... how good it would be. Christmas on the beach. That's a, that's like a terrible Christmas. No. No. <laughs> it's awful. That's not the spirit or mood of Christmas at all. No, you want you want cold weather. You want you want warm warm sort of a fireplace with the cosy and the christmas lights and i don't know how australians do it australians you know it's this bright summer time during christmas i've, I've, I've done christmas on the beach before it was like hell have a, have a barbecue really and honestly just where i live snow is bloody dangerous outside when it melts because because <laughs> where, where, where i live there's no grit and it it's like bambi when i try and leave the house it's it's mm, it's not good I don't get that reference. Bambi trying to walk, you know, and the legs all splay and he just falls over. All right, yeah. I saw Bambi when I was like six. So I Look, p- most people will have got that reference. <laughs> the only thing I know about Bambi is they might get shot in the head. I mean, spoilers, dude. It's the setup. It's the inciting incident. Shut up. <laughs> the inciting incident is not a spoiler. No, I know. With okay. the exception of maybe in a sequel where it may be a spoiler for the first movie or so on and so forth. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, all right, there you go. That's next generation. Uh, season one, episode twenty. You can let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe and all that stuff. Get us on the twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month and you can get some stuff early, including the Star Trek reviews, you get some bonuses, all that kind of thing. Uh, but otherwise that is us. Uh, if we're going to promote anything else, you should be checking out. If you like classic TV shows, um, uh, I, I'm also doing reviews with uh, Tara on uh, the original Twilight Zone. Uh, those might be of interest if you're into uh, old sci-fi. So go check out those. So, but anyway, that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper.